better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. Hey everyone, it's Rebecca with Better Skills, Better Doctors. Thanks for joining me today again. Okay, so today's episode, it's called The Privilege of Doing Hard Things. Now, despite growing up as an athlete, having an undergrad degree in exercise science, running the Boston Marathon, and believing in the health benefits of regular, regular exercise, I've kind of always hated working out. You know, Pushing yourself voluntarily to do something really hard and taxing, it pretty much goes against all of our primal survival instincts. You know, we are first and foremost wired for survival. So it's against our nature to expend calories toward anything that isn't pertinent to our immediate survival. You know, it's why we never see animals just going for a long jog for the hell of it, right? They know better. They know better than us idiot humans, right? Now, at any given moment, for me, during a hard workout, I'll invariably start thinking of ways to cut the workout short or ways to make it easier. And when it starts to feel hard, I'll try to like push myself by saying things to myself like, don't be a lazy shit and quit or move your fat ass or you got to make up for me eating like an asshole, right? And, and they sound ridiculous when I say them out loud, but that's my brain, okay? You know, I grew up I grew up in a time when, when teachers thought that shame and public embarrassment was a good motivator for children. And I remember specifically my second grade teacher, she had everyone in the class put a flower stem up on the wall. And every time, you know, like kind of those pushpin wall things. And so you made a flower stem, an empty flower stem, put it up on the wall. And then every time someone turned in an assignment or got a good grade, they could pin a flower petal to their empty flower stem. So eventually, you know, the more you did, the more filled in your flower became. And so, and every so often, you know, the teacher would take a moment to see how the flower garden was growing and, and just point out everyone's beautiful flowers. And then she would come to mine and say, and then there's Becky's flower with hardly any petals on it. Doesn't it look sad? It was totally fucked up, right? <laughs> and if that wasn't bad enough, I also grew up as a gymnast, which means I was literally judged and relied on scores for motivation and validation. So being hard on myself has historically been my go-to fuel to get things done. And after a lot of coaching, I've discovered that kind of fuel doesn't actually really serve me at all. In fact, it actually has the opposite effect for me. So when I try to beat myself up through a workout, it feels like this never-ending slog that just can't end soon enough. 
And so it's no wonder that I've always hated working out. Now, lately, I've been trying on different thoughts to help me through my workouts. And one of my current favorites is, my body is strong and I have the privilege of doing hard things. Now, many people in this world, they don't have the choice to do hard things for the sake of bettering themselves or for the sake of stretching themselves. They don't have that choice to crank it up or scale it back just because, you know, this shift in thought, it actually now generates a feeling of gratitude rather than shame. And then the workout actually becomes kind of fun. And I'll focus on the action itself and I'll be amazed at what my body can do instead of being wrapped up in the results. And then I'll actually look forward to my next workout because I want to see what else I'm capable of. Your, now, your, everyone's actions, your actions, they're driven by your emotions. Every time you have a feeling, it initiates some kind of action or reaction or inaction. And that's emotion, I call that emotional fuel. So if the emotional fuel that you're using to work and to build your practice is fear, inadequacy, frustration, greed, or scarcity, then you're going to deplete and burn yourself out eventually. Now, some people will question, you know, why it even matters if you're, you know, why the emotional fuel even matters if you're getting the same results that you want either way. And, and yes, that is true. You may get the same results, whether you come from a place of fear or shame or self-loathing or a desire for external validation that you would from a place of love or curiosity or empowerment or even neutrality. But at what cost, you know, at what cost to your mental health, at what cost to your personal life, at what cost to your relationships or those around you and your relationship with yourself? If you're operating from a place of fear or shame or self-loathing or impatience, then you're probably not a very pleasant person to be around, right? So even to yourself. So um, so this is a short one today, but I'm going to leave you with an action step. I want you to take a moment to identify the emotions and the stories you tell yourself to get hard things done. Then look at the results that you are getting And get curious about other possible ways you can fuel yourself to take action to achieve that same result or even an even better result. So that's all I have for today. If you need help with getting unstuck, getting out of your own way, and wanting to step into a higher version of yourself, then life and performance coaching may be exactly what you need. Head over to tcm-hub.com slash livingpractice. Or you can go to tcm-hub.com and click living practice at the top of the page. There you can read more about coaching for self-employed Chinese medicine physicians and schedule an introductory chat with me. If you found this episode valuable, please share with a friend. And if you could be so kind as to take a moment to leave a written review in your podcast app, we would really appreciate it. Written reviews really help boost the podcast up in the standings. And so the higher you know, the higher we get boosted up, the more people will hear this. All right. So thanks for listening and for considering new perspectives. Talk with you next time. Bye. Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. 
Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.